You're listening to the Punisher Waterfowls, the Union 0430 podcast. Brought to you by Real Geese Decoys, the most technological advanced silhouette decoys on the market, and Vortex Canada, the force of optics. Hey, everybody, it's us, your favorite podcast, the Union 0430. Yeah, we're here. You sound like Mr. Rogers. <laughs> welcome to my neighborhood. Um, everybody, welcome. Episode 120. Um, Dave could be jumping in here once he gets his firefighter gear all squared away because apparently he's a firefighter in case you didn't know, Phil, in case you hadn't heard. Better know how to cook. <laughs> uh, so, and Merrick is out for dinner with his lovely wife. And I'm guessing it's probably her birthday dinner because she just celebrated her birthday uh, the day before last. So I'm guessing uh, Merrick is being very romantic and taking her out for candlelight dinner. Um, I'd love to be a fly on the wall in a very romantic uh dim lit restaurant with with mark and joe's yeah. at i would he's love at, <laughs> he's at montana's getting calamari and the firecracker burger yeah 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 big time so uh so yeah so it's just us us fools tonight uh no guests thought we would come on and just uh shoot the shit and have a laugh and and here we go so uh as usual uh philly's in in port perry um Ryan's in Nova Scotia. I'm just outside Kingston, Ontario. Um, so this is who you got. And just before we hit record, I was about to tell a good story. And then Ryan's like, nope, stop, stop, hit record. So we could, so we don't have to hear it the second time. So anyways, um, here we are. So boys, thanks. Thanks for coming on. Uh, good to see you, Ryan. I haven't seen you in a bit. I know you've been busy and, and stuff. So good to have you on buddy. And, uh, really digging that shit black wall you got behind you and uh oh that is tight that is tight yeah yeah well he's he's bragging about his how big is that fucking patio that you built like 64 by 40 oh 64 by 32 double double tier with a pool in the middle of it and two of every animal for the big flood (laughs) <laughs> we could put my boat in the center of it you could you just do laps in the pool the pool's not that big. it's only 20 21 foot pool above ground just go around the circles yeah but we wanted it for everything to do anything and everything so it will next year we'll probably throw a hot tub off the side hopefully so yeah but that's what that's where it's at that's the tits right there yeah, yeah it is so big time um I wanted to get into this though, um, Ryan, because I seen a picture. Well, you sort of kind of teased us last week. You just sent a picture of a mitt full of green heads. Um, and you didn't really tell us the story, how it led up to it and stuff. You were you were sort of kind of radio silent mm. there for a little while, and then you popped up onto the chat and you were like, Look what I found, and then never heard from you again for another couple of days. So um, what what's the duck situation like right now? Uh, it's, there's a lot around. Well, for here, it's good numbers around, <clears throat> but they're stale. Um, it's the same birds over and over again. Like, okay. Um, there's birds. Uh, there's probably about three, 400 geese that fly over my house every night on the same cornfield every day. 
because I yeah. we can't get permission there. So right. it's just it's and it's it was like 18, 19 degrees here today. Which just it's just we need a new push. So I mean that hunt we were just able to just meet another buddy and we just we were like we're gonna shoot our ducks, so let's just pick out greenheads and we just made a I don't know a, a, an hour hunt into a three and a half hour hunt and just shot greenheads. It was, it was beautiful, it's perfect. Tell me about this this hunt that you got planned that you mentioned to us last night. Oh yeah, so my six year old Nate is gonna come hunt with Mark, who is coincidentally his godfather, mm-hmm. and my dad. So and another buddy of mine too is gonna tag along as well. So um, so it'll be his first hunt, and yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be Ray, man. He's I talked to him on the phone tonight on Skype, and he's all excited and yeah so we're just gonna have a a frame full of halloween candy for him and he loves he's always loved like loading up the truck the night before with me loves scouting and stuff like that so he gets to kind of put everything together now and i don't care if we shoot a shoot a bird or not like it's irrelevant to me and uh Mm -hmm. yeah just just to make sure he has a good time that's first priority so take lots of photos Yes, yeah. I will for sure. I will. Um, and, and there will probably be, and there will probably be. Uh, it won't be quite like yours. You won't have Sobey's bags in your rubber boots. Uh, so. No, his boots don't have holes, so he's, <laughs> he'll be a lot better off than mine for sure. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome, buddy. That's going to be a pretty special hunt, and uh, and yeah, take take lots of pictures. Uh, I tell you, um, Merck's got that GoPro. That GoPro sh- should be set up too. Um, and get get the friggin' video of it. Uh, uh, get that set up. But, anyways, uh, that sounds pretty special, especially with your dad. That'll be three generations. That'll be pretty cool. That'll be pretty yeah, it'll cool. be cool. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, yeah. most exciting hunt for me this year by far will be so. Oh, 100 percent, Philly. Yeah. Uh, what's happening up in your area with ducks? Uh, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I have not been scouting. I have to, like done nothing, like since since being back from Saskatchewan. And then doing the uh, the trip with you guys, like right, and, and then back to work. Like if I'm not at work, my face has been buried in a computer editing. And but I did some scouting yesterday morning on my way okay. home from work. Yeah, um, a lot of a lot of my beans have been cut and plowed already, so oh. they're, like, they're done. It's gone. Oh yeah, she gone. She but, gone. Uh, I went and checked on my uh, my little beloved pond yesterday. Yeah, that's what and, I was getting at. Uh, it's dry. No way. Yep. There's like no water. In it. I was no. talking to Corey Baker the other night and he told me he hasn't mowed his grass in months. You guys are in a drought for sure. Jeez. There, I think there's lots of water around Kingston. We got lots of water on the East coast. I, uh, um, but I, I messaged one of my other farmers who has water. They have a pond. Yeah. And uh, sure enough, they've got like some work going on on the property. So she's like, eh, better not. I'm like, Okay. Well, it looks like that. Like dad and I were going to hunt on yeah. Saturday morning and run. Uh, dad's got a 28 gauge now as well. And oh. uh, we were going to run the 28. So small water duck hunt. And... Nope. For those that don't know about the 28 gauge, it is officially the 6.5 cream ore of waterfowl guns. <laughs> kills, kills geese at 30 yards. I can tell yeah. you. Yeah, I know. I just, I just, you, you, gotta, you gotta shoot with your pinky out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's um, a lot of fun. 
Yeah. Oh, I bet. I bet. I'm still getting used to that 20 gauge. Um, so <clears throat> now, Ryan, I know you've been really busy and you haven't been out hunting as much as you'd like. Phil, you've been busy, but you were in Saskatchewan work and then down. I'm going, I can honestly say that I've shot the most wood ducks in my life so far this season than any other season. And there's still wood ducks around. Oh, yeah. Still, yeah and and I mean, and I mean lots of them in this area, yeah. lots of them, but you know what I haven't shot this year. I haven't shot a mallard and I haven't shot any teal. So obviously the teal is gone, but I never shot one teal this year. And that's usually all I shoot at the beginning of the season and mm-hmm. never shot any, I seen teal, but no way would they come come around for me to have a shot at um it's just just a weird weird year i think mallards are showing up now um i haven't been out scouting the last few days but i've been talking to buddies they've got into them um but the wood ducks are still hanging around which is which is wild and they're still getting into them uh me and jason were into them again just a couple days ago so i don't know it's weird well, it hasn't been super cold, mind you. I know, Where, but it's been, but usually they're gone, like, like maybe a week after the teal, right? Like a week or two uh, after the teal, and then the wood ducks are gone. I, I think the woodies are a tad hardier than the teal. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they are for sure. But they, they just, they get something in their mindset, and that's it. Yeah. But my little, teal. my little honey hole here for the geese. I bet you there's about 500 over there right now. Oh. I took Jason I took Jason Sear um last week. I brought Jason Sear last week and and Jason's um he's like, "Okay, so what what's the plan?" I was like, uh, "Go stand in the reeds and uh, shoot them when they come in." And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, but where are you putting the decoys and and doing all?" That? I was like, "They really don't need it. They're just going to drop in here." Um He's like, oh yeah, well, you gotta have decoys. You gotta. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. I threw out some floaters and stuff like this. About ten minutes into it, he was like, yeah, you really don't need any decoys, do you? I was like, no, buddy. They just they want in here. I was like, you watch, shoot at them. I said, and the ones you miss, watch them. They'll go fly probably six, seven hundred meters away, and then they'll turn around. They'll come right back in again. They just this is where they want to be, and so I think. You know, everything showed started showing up about 10 minutes to uh, legal time. And, and we had our two man limit with with time to spare. <laughs> so it was pretty it was a pretty, pretty quick hunt. But again, it's it's geese. Right. And and I know it's it's different. And and this is something that I've said a couple times to people now. And, and I get mixed reviews when I say it. So I'll, I'll ask your guys opinion on it. It is my opinion that geese are hurt are easier to hunt than ducks nope no on the other way around on that yeah see yep. i think <clears throat> i think i can get into geese pretty much anytime i want but ducks it's so hard to get into. so what are you talking about are you talking about are you talking finding about them fly- okay yeah. well that's different that's different yeah. yes it is hard to find ducks yeah because you can drive by cornfields, and unless you see ducks flying into it or out of it, you're probably going to drive right by and not even know they're there. Right. Whereas you can see like 
a goose yeah. much easier, right? Yeah. Um, but I, th- I think killing ducks is way easier than killing geese. You think so? Yep. Definitely. Hmm. I'm of the same opinion as Damien. Yeah. I th- again, that's, that, that's just where I live. Yeah. He's not, not finding. Not no, no, no. But even even when you find them, so so, and I guess another thing, another thing to throw out there is that I'm not hunting ducks in a field. I'm hunting ducks over water. I never hunt mm-hmm. ducks in a field because I don't have I don't have that ability around here. Um, so ducks over water and geese in a field. I think geese in a field is so easy. But again, think, that's where I am. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's part of geography. And that's why you guys are going the other way on it. But I've hunted Ontario a lot too. Yeah. And I've had way more, I've, my whole life, I've had more success finishing ducks and geese. I just yeah. find geese are, geese are way more picky. I mean, ducks yeah. don't care about shit. Ducks don't care about shadows. They don't care mm. about frosting the decoys. They don't care about, I don't they know. They do it. They, yeah, yeah they, they just they just fucking oh there's a lucky duck sweet i'm gonna land up its arse like they don't care yeah they, they don't um geese like man like you got a sunny day and now you're worrying about shadows or if it's right. a frosty morning you're worried about shine like i just yeah. find ducks are ducks are easier but that's yeah. just me yeah no that's a good point like fair points because you are right like they just wander around they just do it right like yeah um now also, I have um, absolutely no luck shooting geese over water. So, like, take take away where I am here in this little I was, spot. I was just gonna say, didn't you just tell a story? Yeah, no, no. But this place yeah. is this place is different, right? Like, this is they want in here. I'm talking about being on water, having decoys set up, and trying to get them to come into your spread. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, not not the roost spot that I got, because that's ultimately what that is. It's a roost, and uh, we just want it. We just don't want them there, um, because they're they're destroying some stuff. So, um, so we try to keep them out of it. Um, but like on a normal when they're flying by and you're trying to pull them in, when there's a pile of water around and they want to come to water, trying to pull them into your spread. I find is really hard, but I'm not a great goose caller. So um, that probably got a lot to do with it. I, I think it is tougher over water. I love killing geese over water. Um, <clears throat> like mallards in the field was one and geese over water was number two. Oh, Jesus. Down. We got, we're good. We're good. <laughs> we're good. We're good. And, we're good. And, we're good. And yeah. That's a 6.2 on the Richter scale. Um but yeah, like, I don't know. Geese tend to want to like on big water. They tend to want to like big groups. They want to land out in the middle of a lake or yeah. a marsh, and they don't want to be tied to a shore or a reed line or whatever. You yeah. get your ones and twos, and no problem. But just the way they operate. So yeah. Anyways, change change gears here for a second, Philly. I didn't get a chance to talk to you about it last week when we had uh, when we had Craig Mintz on. Uh, but we did talk about the, you know, the, the Punisher camp the week before, but yep. we didn't get a chance to talk about Thor and the fact that you brought Thor out. Um, and he's getting, he's getting old and, and you oh, could see getting, it in him. He's, he's getting, getting up there. And, uh, and this was really his, his last 
big hurrah, right? Like it's not that yeah. you're retiring them completely, but this is his last big hurrah for a full week and of going and recovering fucking 80 birds big, in, in a big, day. Big dirty honkers. And yeah. 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 He, uh, he impressed me. I can fucking tell you that. Yeah. Like um, for the guys that were there on the second, well, I guess I was in the same group both days. But um, this was the end of the second day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, end of the second day. We had we had a flock come in. We laced a couple. We had a couple sail like way out the back door, and then like just losing oil pressure and down the go. They're out like 150 yards, and um, it was kind. Of, we were kind of almost at that point. Like, like you know, we're, it's getting a little late in the morning. Like we got to pack up, go home, sort of thing, right? Yeah. And I send the old man out and he marked one of them because he was kind of like, you know, the wing was kind of up a little bit and running flat bean field. Boy, tear ass is on out there, like 110 ish yards, whatever, smacks the mark, comes back. I'm like, you know what? Still got one out there and I'm not walking out there. Screw that. Mm-hmm. Line them up. We figured it was maybe about a buck 50 and he no whistled it. Line the mark, line the blind right out yep. there picked up chicken came right back and was just like still pissing vinegar like that dog will die with a bird in his mouth you know like obviously the the, the head's going one speed the body yeah body, body's a couple <laughs> couple notches lower but he's still kicking ass and taking names god bless him yeah no it's good that's good buddy. Yeah. yeah i'm good i'm glad to see it um talking about the punisher camp and and for the people that are listening um and I know there's a lot of you that that aren't around Ontario or around our area, and you don't get a chance to to get involved into the Punisher camps. We do like two, three a year, um, um, and and I get that a lot of you can't uh, get involved into them, but but there are some people that are listening that that do get involved and try to get involved. And 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 the reason I'm bringing this up is because there was a post on Facebook this week, and this guy got he got pretty upset. Um, that he missed out on on two of the hunts. So one, the co-ed hunt that we did with Rich Fanning and uh, Highland Waterfowl Highland Waterfowl Guide Service at a Maydock or Marmara, and then um, he didn't get in on the goose camp that we did with uh, with Logan and Phil at, down in the Ottawa Valley. And he sort of kind of put a I don't know like a pissy remark on Facebook when someone brought up about about the camp, right? And I just, you know, we're trying to be as fair as fair can be as, as fair as we can do. I wait, no, as fair as we can be when we're making the announcement on two different social media platforms. So, so Dave announced it on Instagram and on Facebook, right? So um, he even give the time at this time, I'm going to be making an announcement. Be ready. Um, I think he gave everybody 24 hours notice and then yeah, taking names now and like two minutes later, completely sold out. Anyways, this guy gets mad, puts a post up on Facebook. Yeah. I guess he's all grumpy and, and shit like that. And and I just, I, tr- you know, you try to be fair. Like, what do you have to do? Is, is it possible to please everybody? I guess that's sort of what I'm getting at. No. <laughs> the short nope. answer yeah yeah the short answer no no i mean i don't know like what are you what are you what are you supposed to do like 
well, this is like, what I mean, right? Just, like, I mean, I, I don't know this. I don't know the situation because I yeah. wasn't. A, I would couldn't make it to the camp. B, I don't know who this person is or yeah. why they got denied. If they just got denied because they were just too slow on the the mouse, well, clutching yeah, the mouse. That's, that's all it was. Well, it was then, just it got like, filled up before his name got. Well, then, dude, like, don't have that attitude because you're probably not going to get picked next year with that kind of attitude. <laughs> like, we all want to. I wanted to go too, but I can't. So, yeah. Um, I, Either way. that's just life it gets in the way but have a good attitude about it be a be a good teammate like relax it's all good man there's yeah. other i guarantee you'll be doing more camps down the down the line but yeah absolutely don't be don't be pissy about it be a man. don't be a negative nancy right don't be a, a double n negative nancy be a man. that's right n squared n squared yeah um we don't need them now, segue into social media. The bane of our existence, yes. The bane of our existence. Now, I know you two don't, the both of you do not have TikTok channels. Um, and I started one after, well, I started it a while ago, but I haven't been active in it like in over a year. Um, so when we come back from the goose camp, I had a bunch of videos on my phone. And I was like, oh, I'll put some videos on, on Facebook. I got one video. I think it's like 7,000 views, which is, and I know for the people that are listening that are TikTok people, they're like 7,000 views. That's fuck all. Like Those are rookie numbers. Rookie numbers. But to me, I was like, oh, that's pretty impressive. 7,000 people fucking watch this, watch this video and, and liked it and all this shit. Um, but I was talking to Dave today and I was like, hey, listen, so the Punisher TikTok, account dave was fucking banned so our tiktok account for punisher waterfowl was banned because in violation of the community guidelines so i think uh dave had a (laughs) he had shot some ducks and he had them on a game strap so somebody thought that he was like hanging ducks to kill them Oh man. Mm-hmm. You need to have a talk with your business partner. Um, well, he wasn't fucking hanging ducks. He had him on a game strap. Um, and he just it was on the video. But it just brought me when I was thinking about it, like Facebook, you look on Facebook, you can look on Instagram. There's pictures of birds being shot left, right, and center, being retrieved by dogs. Like they're not grotesque, it's not heads blown off them or 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 whatever, right? That the ones that are, I think they get flagged and they get removed. But if it's if it's a good shot and and the bird dies or or whatever, I, I think it's fine. I don't think Facebook and Instagram gets gets their gets too upset over it. But I'm just wondering, like. With TikTok, the amount of women that are on there shaking their ass and 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 everything, and I can't put up a video of a bird being shot because some of the stuff that's on TikTok, hey, listen, I'm a 45-year-old man, so I still have a heartbeat. Um, but it's, it's fucking be- like they're half-naked fucking women on that, in, but in yet fairness, a bird being shot. There's people on there shaking things. They got no business shaking it. Absolutely. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And so I just, I don't understand. Like, how is, how is the lonely housewife down the road shaking her ass? Uh, how is that okay? But a bird being shot 
you know, 20 feet in the air falling. And, and like I said, this is not a grotesque image. It's, it's a bird falling ultimately. Um, but yet that's against the community guidelines, but. Man, if that's the case, I don't want to see anybody eating a cheeseburger or a chicken burger or a piece of fried chicken because yeah. it's the same. It's the same thing. I, like, I just don't, I just don't understand it. I don't, I, I don't just, people just want to disassociate from where their food comes from, I guess. I, I don't <laughs> know. I don't get it. Like I'm going Steve Rinella on this one. It's just like people yeah. are just, I don't know, too weak minded or just would rather be ignorant is bliss. Yeah. And just maintain that status quo. But, but yeah, there's a lot worse on there. Like yeah. way worse. Than way what worse. That is. Way yeah. worse. Like, um, yeah. I don't know. Speaking of Ranella, season 11 of Meat Eater kicked off today, I believe. So that's, uh, I can't believe it's been 11 years or 11 seasons that's been on know. the air. Fucking crazy. Um, it's like my, my little guy, Dylan, like it's his number one thing to watch on Netflix. Is Meat Eater? Yeah. Like I remember yeah. one news, couple, it was before I went out west. I'm wandering up, wandering around upstairs. The kids are downstairs watching TV. And like I hear like an elk bugling or something. I'm like, what in the fuck? Yeah. So I come downstairs. I'm like, what are you watching, Dylan? He's like, meat eater. And I'm like, high five, bro. <laughs> there's like there a may whole, have been, there may have a been a tear pile, in my eye. Hundred percent. There's a whole pile of episodes. You got some catching up to do, son. There may have been I, a tear. Watched, I may have shed a tear. I've watched a pile of Steve's episodes, and just like the the content, the cinematography is just like hands hands over like second and none. Well, the thing I like about a show is is that it's it's as close to real as you could get. In my opinion, it's like a story. Like it's like a story. And I say it's as close. Like I know all the shows out there they're showing the animals being being shot and harvested and 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 all that stuff, but there's no I or at least in my opinion, there's no theatrics with his show. There's no driving a driving a script to the show, right? Like it's I'm hey, I'm going I'm going out and I'm hunting this this animal. I may get campaign. it. Yeah, I may get that animal, or I may not get that animal. But man, the thing that drew drew me to the show like was all this after the shot content, like. Mm-hmm. Like the cooking, like man, I've I watched his cooking episodes way more than I watched his hunting episodes. Yeah, yeah. And not that his not his hunting episodes, <laughs> they're not they're amazing. But like man, his like cooking episodes, like it just like it makes you want to. It for me, it just fuels my fire to go out there and like harvest something. Like for me, I think, and and I'm not a a huge big game guy, um, but for me, I think it was the education on just how many fucking species are out there that you're that people are hunting like there's mm. animals i never even fucking knew of that that he's yeah. hunting and and in north america too do you know what i mean like not not traveling down to the fucking congo or anything like that like uh like those in i think it's like northern bc or something those black tail those little oh, black, black tail deer yeah those little oh. tiny things are only the size of a dog for fuck's sake but those oh, things are everywhere out there Man. yeah i everywhere. i just yeah yeah i like, just love his outreach like i oh sorry go ahead phil no it's like my um my wife's mom and stepdad live out on the island and we've been out there a few times to go visit and like yeah the damn things are like rabbits like they're everywhere. really eh? 
Yeah. Yeah, like, buddy, like you're kicking them out of the way. Like it's stupid. Like we've driven through like neighborhoods, like going to the airport, like taking us back so we can fly home. Yeah. We went through, we went through like legit a residential area. There was six on someone's lawn. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. But these are like like residential, like quarter acre lots or so. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, you're not tripping over each other, but you got a little bit of space. Yeah. And uh, yeah, there was like six or seven just mound on dude's lawn. Zero hmm. fucks given. Hmm. weird pretty cool site yeah anyways that was that was what it was for me like seeing some of the the lot of the things that he was hunting like uh the sage gross and and stuff like that like stuff that i didn't even know existed right that my limited education with north american uh wildlife so um so that's the thing that i liked about it the cooking stuff was cool too um the hunting side of things like a hunt is a hunt to me, right? Like if you're watching mm. it on TV, like a hunt is a hunt. Like, yeah, plan it out. Yeah, this is this is what we're going to do. Do some walking here. Yeah, spot it. Chase it down. Yeah, it's usually always all the same, right? But you're right, Ryan, like the after the shot content um, and some of the stories, yeah. you know, that that he comes up with. Those are the those are the things. But anyways, um Ranella's got to do more duck hunting. That that's what he's got to do. I'll he's make a call. With, yeah. He's picked it up with the duck lore series. Yeah. That's good too. Yeah. So I'll make a call. I'll give him a call. Yeah. Tell him, let's go. Let's get some more duck hunting. Come, I know come he didn't you come north. Well, he didn't have a very good uh diver hunt there with uh on duck lore. That was a bit of a bit of a wash, but I find that that's the case with, with divers most of the time, anyways. Yeah, true. And in my luck, anyways, um, such so hard to so hard to to target them. Once one when they're hitting, they're hitting, and it's amazing. But you're out in that big water; they got so many options to go to, and uh, I don't know. It'll keep you humble. Oh yeah, big time! It'll keep you humble. Um, but we're talking about you know uh, Ranella, and then which which plays into this is like the six degrees of separation with Kevin Bacon. Um, <laughs> Ranella, First Light, uh, we're part of First Light, uh, which bring, reminds us about Real Geese, which brings on Craig Mintz, Vortex Canada, which is which is good. But, you know, the big news that, that we, we announced is that Yeti, Yeti Canada is now, um, I, I want to make sure I say it right because I had to ask them to dumb it down for me to make sure that, that we understood it um we're not how was it they said we're affiliated and uh, i was like okay we're affiliated and i was like so and he was like well think of it this way we're dating before we get married and i was like all right i was like i can that i understand <laughs> that yeah. i understand thank you for spelling that out for me because and and it's important and and it's important for me um and I think you guys would agree too, but when there's, when there's these types of relationships and people jump on, on the internet and, and they add it to their, like Ryan, you were with Sitka, Phil, you're with Dixie, you know, like you guys are actually part of them. Right. So, um, but then some people just throw out stuff. Oh, I'm, I'm sponsored by this and I'm sponsored by that. Well, no, you, you're, you're not quite um 
And that's what I wanted to make sure. I didn't want to say we're sponsored by Yeti and then Yeti come back, go, mm, no, you're not. We're just, we're friends. We're just um, dating. <laughs> we're just dating. <laughs> but anyways, but that's what he said. I was like, dumb this down for me. He was like, um, we're affiliated. You're just, on first base. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's what I should have said to him. I was like, am I on first or second base with you? You're on first base. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. what I should have yeah. said. Yeah. You but haven't anyways, they, parents yet. Yeah. But, um, but what a process. Like, I'm not joking. Um, easy six months of back and forth with with that company. So um pretty legit company though. Well, it it is uh, a very legit company. And 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 the, the Canadian guy told me he was like, we don't just we don't jump into bed with anybody to keep playing on that on that analogy of, of dating, right? Um, they're pretty picky and, and they do, I think they do a fair amount of research. So I think they were watching us for, for quite a while and they said they like what we do. So, so anyways, yeah. So thank you, Yeti Canada. Um, you'll start. So for those that follow our social media accounts, you'll be seeing a lot more Yeti content, um, which goes without saying. I still have my 20 ounce Rambler that I bought. Well, uh, the best way I can age it is when I paid for it, it was $20. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So now they're about 45. So yep, I bought 45 it a long, <clears throat> I bought a long time ago and it's got every dent imaginable, imaginable, but it it's, excuse me, bourbon here from the beer. Um, it's bulletproof, man. Not literally, but it's, it's bulletproof. It's, it's just, I've took it, taken it everywhere with me. The thing that I see so many fellas using now, and I know like they built their names on the coolers, but this loadout bucket. I have like, one. Yeah. Yeah. I got one now. Uh, and, but I seen Dave had, Dave had two. And then when we were on that goose on that Dude. goose camp, there were so many dudes that already had them. Uh, Mitch, Dude, Dave. I, I, it's I, amazing. I used it. For dog training i sit on it in the a-frame i basted my christmas turkey for 48 hours in it or not basted a, a brined it like did you really it's food yeah i did it's, that's it's food great it's food, it's food great, great. Yeah, yeah. yeah so i basted like a 22 pound gobbler <laughs> in it for like oh dude saying, you should have got keep, a picture i know i keep saying basted i i i, yeah. um, I brined it sorry yeah man it, it's it's it does everything it, and it's tough as tough as shit and yeah. uh yeah, it's, it's it's sweet. I got I got one. I'm not gonna lie, I got one now, and uh, I'm pretty impressed with it. And and some people are gonna go, oh, it's just a but. No, it's not just a bucket because I know it, people it's tough, realize, right? You paid how much for a tw- a, a bucket? <laughs> five gallon bucket. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, shut up. I'm like, if you can do this with your ice cream bucket, then give yeah. me a call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ab- I, absolutely. So I, I got like something similar. I've got just, I, I actually refer to it as a six gallon pail. It's not a five gallon. It's actually a little taller. Oh, and, and me being like all legs. And again, like just you know, like what Ryan said, like doing the dog training and running panels, A-frames, like I sit on the bucket yeah. and I use this bucket. Yeah. And I actually, I think it was Cabela's. You get this like snap lid for the buckets and it's got like a little mm-hmm. cushiony swivel seat. So I bought two of those. Yeah. And, like that's what I use. And like that bucket makes an amazing trash can. You know, like if you're hunting panels, yeah, you're done, pop the lid, you're tossing coffee cups in there, empty holes. Yeah, no, good point. Right? 
but like that's my the one drawback like a lot of these buckets is like it's just it's uncomfortably short for me to sit on mm. with me being just all legs i i'm really starting to notice a trend here with you philly like you can't have a fucking can't have a five gallon bucket you got to have a six gallon bucket you can't have an 18 foot boat got to have an 18 and a half foot boat just gotta be just just gotta go against the grain eh fucking right i do that's why i hunt birds with a 28 gauge (laughs) or he's he's trying to compensate always trying to compensate one or the other some things i go big some things i go small (laughs) well no like and and so this bucket idea right so now um, so, so the Yeti bucket, I get it. And it's, it's awesome, Ryan. And, and I'm, I'm digging it so far. I know a few fellas that got it, but then I seen Chris Collins, Bill, he's got one. And now I don't know what the bucket is, but it's, it's wrapped in like a camouflage pattern. It's got a cushion on the seat and you can use it as a fucking backpack. Yeah. Um, which is actually- pretty friggin' slick. Well, let's see if I can t- text him right now and get the get the the brand on that. But yeah, like that bucket that he's got, again, like it's it's a bucket. Yeah. But it's got like the full like hanging accessory thing on it. Yeah, yeah. So you can throw all kinds of junk in it. Now I did hear people say that that uh and and Yeti, uh if you do happen to listen to this, um, just remember you told me to critique your stuff. Um I did hear that that outside thing ryan that you can buy that goes yeah. on them like the pockets i did hear that that's not good but the caddy that goes inside it is amazing but the outside thing is is not great a lot of shit falling out of it and, and stuff like that so yeah i haven't used that i don't plan on buying it anyways yeah. but just the bucket think- alone like my my son's gonna sit on it on saturday like it's gonna be you see like it's what that's can- awesome that's I awesome i think like that hanging thing would be good like if you're stationary like, you know, you, you're in the blind, you sit down, okay, you take out a couple of things from under the bucket, you throw the lid on, and then, like, you have, like, your coffee or your water hanging there, box yep. of shells, whatever. And then, like, when you're done the hunt, throw the stuff back inside. Yeah. Mm. No, no, it, it 100%, it makes sense. And the one thing, I guess, that I never thought of, Phil, use for the bucket, and you just brought it up, is to bring all your trash out with. Yeah, yeah that's a great idea. Yeah, like, I'm... Uh, I would have done it, but I just never like all I think about is all the stuff I can put in it to take out hunting with me. Never once did I think about all the empty halls yeah. um, and all coffee the trash. Cups. Yeah. Coffee cups, all that shit. And you just trolled right in and you pulled out. Like there's literally no excuse to be leaving trash. And Not that there was to, anyways. Further to that. Cause my, my bucket being a little taller, I run two. You mentioned. <laughs> I run two molt gear. <laughs> magic mic flags yeah and i can fit all the brackets and like the the rope spools and stuff in there yeah and then like the, fl- the two flags itself like i just carry them out into the field but like that stuff sits in the bucket all the time never comes in that's a very nice a very nice lead in to my my nearly seven thousand viewed video that i done about the flag man and how the flag man is often the most underutilized tool when it comes to goose hunting i just had an idea for yeti canada if they really want to listen uh, hey so you heard it here first and uh patents pending so go for it okay all right (laughs) what they need to do for like long-legged people like phil 
mm-hmm. and for like uneven ground or whatever. They need to come up with a base where there is a bracket that the bucket would sit in. It would be elevated mm-hmm. with like four legs that would branch out. So you'd have a wide base. So more stability, more balance. So it would allow you to put it in different terrain and also it would allow the bucket to be off the ground. What I'm thinking is a seat. So hold on. I got to interrupt you here, Philly. Ryan, draw that up tonight. This show's not going to drop for a couple of days. Let's email it into him and uh, let's make some fucking money. I can see um, it. Maybe a, um, a joint collaboration. We'll call it the <laughs> Invisibucket. The Invisibucket. But yeah. no, that is, but it is smart. So like, you got you got your bucket anyways. You got that base. You can hunt in the water, right? You'd be able to yeah. stay on the level ground because that that is pretty. Now now we're starting to show how how piss money we can be when you when your chair isn't isn't level and stuff and your no rock or it sinks or it yeah, sinks in the mud sinks. yeah like in a wet cornfield like I don't know how many times that's happened to me so yeah yeah that's a good point I I guarantee you like- someone's gonna fucking think of it or somebody. Oh, you're there's not late, one late there's season not, yeah you're hunting late season the ground's frozen you can't make it flat there's not yeah, one fair. of the five of us on this podcast who was under 220 pounds so Mm-mm. no phil fuck you you're you're, you're right your right leg weighs 250 210, 210. I'm, I'm, i've been down weight since we moved into this house you're six foot nine how are you 210 <laughs> you're the long arm of the law yeah there's no way you're oh yeah. you're good for you good for you then well, yeah, I can I can lend you a couple pounds to bring you up to two twenty if you'd like. Okay, so I just got I just got a message back from Mr. Collins. Yeah, is the Peregrine Field Gear Hunting Venture Bucket Pack Pack. Jesus, holy what fuck! The Canadian yes. Army named that fucking thing or what? It's a backpack am, am, or Amazon. pack back green Amazon. pair. Amazon. Yeah, holy fuck! It's holy shit. Wow. Price $193. Man, I feel way better. How much? Than my Yeti bucket. $193. $193? Oh, nobody. Collins better not make fun of my $60 bucket. The thing better have a toilet paper roll on the side <laughs> of it for that much. Should Dude, take it older, but another idea. Another idea. Day. No, so there is, I seen it on Instagram the other day. I forget what it's called now, but it was a pretty clever name. And it's a set of straps that you put around a tree in case yeah. for when you got to have a crap Buddy, in the woods. If Yeti can listens to this, they're going to go from first base to dropping on one knee pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. I do. Yeah. I do. And we accept. Yeah. Um, no, but the, like there's, yeah, there's this, it, I don't know what it's called. It was a pretty clever name, but it's, it's a set of straps that you put around a tree and you just lean back into the strap. It holds you in position so you can have your uh, you can take care of business when you're in the when you're out in the woods. That's a great idea. Because we've all been there. Well, we've all well, well and the then the right after accessory for the, seat. the trailer hitch accessory yeah. is pretty good too. Um, but the best <clears throat> was when I seen that ad about the, the strap was like a an uh I don't know, like an advertisement below, and it showed uh, a picture of a dude that um, I think it was about five to 10 years ago, put a post up 
on Amazon selling um, solar power clothes dryer for like 75 bucks, solar power clothes dryer for 75 bucks. Guy got fucking wealthy overnight. Everybody that opened up their package, it was a clothesline. Yep. <laughs> yeah, man. Sent everybody some rope. Solar. Sick. <laughs> yeah. Sick. Fucking Evil imagine. genius. Yeah. <laughs> Evil genius. That guy is lighting cigars with $100 bills. And he spent 14 uh, cents at Michael's on some fucking pair of gold. Mr. Burns is a real, <laughs> real life human being. <laughs> hilarious i died man i thought it was fucking hilarious anyways that's great anyways see see ladies and gentlemen this is what happened when we don't have a guest this is this is what you get this is what they're they're entertained they're entertained oh i'm sure there's 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 a group of people that's laughing at us and then there's another bunch that's scratching their head going i'm unsubscribing (laughs) yeah there's seriously people that listen to these three idiots um well there's there's people that think we're legends and others that complete and utterly question our friendship (laughs) hey we would do this if there was one person or oh 10 million doesn't matter we we do it when it's just us when when we're not recording so that yeah we're 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 not doing this as our job, so. <laughs> yeah, no, no, not at all. I don't know how long we've been going, fellas, but I, th- I think we're getting close to it. For- 45. Oh, 45? You've been timing yeah. it? Well, we started like right at seven. Oh, did we? Okay, cool. Um, I'm trying to think. I got to look at my notes and see if there's anything else that I had that I wanted to, to bring up. And I don't think, I don't think there is. Other than, uh, other than, uh, the real geese vivids is that what you ended up ordering phil was the vivids from craig yeah like 12 dozen yet son billy doesn't do shit small eh six gallon buckets 18 and a half foot boat yeah and one half and one half yeah and and fucking big spread big spread of real geese big spread little gun Shoot him in the face. <laughs> yeah, big spread little gun is right. Um True that. is that what Ryan? Are you still shooting 12? Yes, right? I, I have a 22, a 20 yeah. as well. Sorry, not a 22. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So I have like a nice little Stoger over under 20 gauge that I like just for duck shoots, like yeah, over the water, nice little backwater shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. which is it's it's a pea shooter, it's just so fun to shoot. Oh yeah. Don't discount that 20 out to 40 yards. Oh uh, yeah, I know. It'll do it. Yeah. No, I've been well, I yeah, I've I've been shooting. It's taken me a little while to get used to the 20. Um I've, 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 become, just, a, I've, I've become a shot snob in the last like three years. Oh I have. I have unless they're, unless they're 15 yards feet down in the pooty hole. I'm like I'm like, I want to fool them. Like I don't I oh wanna, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I want them like like when i stand up they're like oh, oh crap they're, they're they're suspended they're like i have nowhere to go like that's yeah. that's what that's where i want them that's like, that's the goal yeah i yeah. so i hardly i don't want to say i never because i'm i'm sure someone can throw it in my face that i've done it but um like past shooting i've got no interest in, in past shooting a for one i'm not a great shot 
Um, so I, if I do hit it, I'm probably just uh, wounding it. You know what I mean? Um, I I am. My goal is to get that back pedal every time. That that's my goal is to breast breast expose and just see them all oh, shit. I got to get yep. out of here as fast as I can. Um, that that's the goal for me. But um, yeah, I, I don't think that I don't think that's being a, a a shot snob. I think that's just being getting your priorities straight. Well, you know, a little yeah, bit of ammo sure. management too, right? Yeah. I yeah, think I, mean. I think that's why I haven't shot any teal this year in in my spot where I normally shoot teals because I think that the fellas that are around I think they're just pass shooting at these rockets that that fly Whoa. by and and then just educating them and they're just like, yeah, I'm not going anywhere near those those silly looking ducks that's on the water that usually usually involve lead or not lead but steel getting shot at me so uh i'm just going to stay away and that's that's what i'm putting it up to that's what i'm attributing it to is there's too many fellas taking pass shots and not letting the birds decoy but i could be wrong who knows mm. no i think you're right yeah 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 i got zero enjoyment shooting birds at 40 yards i'm the same as ryan 15 feet down backpedaling well, just, I always try to like when I'm when I'm setting up my decoys, I always try to set up like 25 yards out as my furthest decoy, mm-hmm. usually. And that's my anything that comes inside of that last decoy, that's in my range for me to shoot. Uh anything that's on the other <laughs> side of that that last decoy, I don't even I don't even. And a lot of times I'll let them pass and I'll be like, oh, he'll come back around. And he doesn't. No. And I'm like, <laughs> damn it. Damn, story damn, story damn of our it. life. One more yeah. pass. One more pass. Yeah. Yeah. Damn it. God damn. Um, I did want to say though, where my catch and ducks hat. Um, Mr. Uh Bud Fisher, aka Rut Daniels, I believe he had a very good showing. Uh is he coming on at some point? No, I doubt it. I reached no. out to him. They're just he's just so busy, man. Yeah. Yeah. I think he was up doing a thing. Uh, I think him and, and uh Luke Scherters from Wing Wing Feather Outfitters, I think they're pretty tight. There, yeah. Um, so I think he was up in up in that Hanover uh Walkerton area last night. I seen some pictures from Steve Horst uh online. His young fella got his young fella and daughter got pictures taken with him and, and stuff up there. So um, he's probably can still just continuing his tour because he, he was on that Mossy Oak. I think it's Mossy Oak. It's either Mossy Oak or real tree, but he's on a tour with those guys. And I think that took them all up and down the Eastern seaboard. Cause I know he met up with uh, Jeff Coates. Um, that's be what a time. Yeah. Um, him, him and Jeff together. Well, Jeff told me, he was like, uh, he said, an absolute professional. I said, oh, yeah. He said, never broke character once. I think Jeff said four <laughs> hours, four hours straight. He was there and never broke character once. That's he said, crazy. just an absolute, absolute pro. He said, he said, I, he said, I was super impressed, super impressed with him. And he said, the amount of people that, that were lined up to, to meet him down at Molly's during, uh, during Delaware, crazy not delaware can you imagine like 
Mike Fisher's his brother. Yeah. Who's married, who doesn't, who, yeah. if there's like people who don't know this, Mike Fisher plays, used to play for the Nashville Predators. Yeah. Who's married to Carrie Underwood. Yeah. So they're, you know, they're at a dinner like, oh, Mike, where are you from? Oh, I'm from Canada. Yeah. Oh, do you have any family? Yeah, have your parents and brother. Oh, what does your brother do? Uh, <laughs> well, um, um, he's a fictitious hunting character. Like, yeah, that's social media, uh, and he's uh, super popular. Um, yeah, maybe you've yeah. heard of him. Yeah, that's crazy, man. That's awesome. It, I think it's, it, I yeah, think it's it awesome. Is. I think it's awesome too. And a Canadian boy doing it, I, I think yeah. it's, I think it's insane that his popularity. The thing that blew me away was when Jeff Coates was telling me about it. He said how big the lineup was for people to meet him. But yet when he come to Canada, when he was at East Hill, uh, there was hardly anybody showed up at East Hill to see him. Right. That's weird. And I'm just like, you know, here, here's, here's one of our own showing up to do a, a promo thing. Hardly anybody shows up, but then he goes down to the States and, and there's like out the door and around the side of the building. Right. So hunting, hunting in Canada versus hunting in the U S well, yeah. And, and, and Canada is, is a little bit, um, a little bit more reserved when it comes to the popularity and stuff like that. And, and I don't want that to come across as, as a bad thing. It's just can't Canadians aren't, out there like that right like the americans and and i've said it on this show so many times there's one thing that i that i love about the americans is that when they do something it it's they don't dip their toe into the pool it's, a, it's a it's a fucking cannonball into the deep end right um yeah. and i love it and and that's their attitude when it comes to everything like w we brought it up on this show and actually jason sear and i were talking about it the other day so here i am on lake ontario same with phil fairly close to Lake Ontario. Why there isn't somebody on Lake <laughs> Ontario with a big old boat like Jeff Coates doing guiding for for sea uh, for uh, divers, I don't understand. You don't think there's just a, don't think there's the market for it. I don't I don't I but see I think there is the market for it. like maybe not Maybe not if you're if you're launching out of Toronto, but if you're launching out of Long Point or if you're launching out of the St. Lawrence here where Americans can just cross over the bridge to get into Canada, I think there is a market for it as long as because I don't think there's a market for Canadian customers if that's what you were getting at. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think no, <clears throat> no successful outfitters relying on Canadian. Hunters. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> right and and i think that's what you're seeing right now with uh and and thank god that that the outfitters out west um are finally going to be able to uh start to recover right because now yeah. no limitations you don't need the covid vaccine they can take their birds back which was the dumbest fucking thing i'd ever heard um yeah. but anyway it's talking to daryl gilbert um so they're allowed to take their birds back that they shoot but if you shoot a trophy and you want to bring it back for taxidermy, you're not allowed. So Stupid. you have to get a taxidermy in Canada. And get yeah. Is, yeah. Oh Cause that God. makes yeah. a huge difference. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So if, if <clears throat> yeah. you shoot, if you shoot that beautiful sprig, that bull sprig 
the first one you've ever shot and it's gorgeous, you've got to get it done in Canada to bring it across because you can't bring that bird full feathered across into the States. And I just Man. don't not, I just don't understand the thinking behind it. It's, it's, Politicians, I rest my case. It's not rocket appliances, right? Like, no, it's not. I just don't, I just don't understand that. Yeah. But mm. anyways, but it, it is good. It, it's good to see all the guides out West um, posting pictures back to being normal, back mm. to doing what they do and, and, and getting our American friends north of the border. I know Sean, Sean Stahl has been across a couple times now, uh, back and forth um, hunting uh, in Manitoba. And I think, I think they were in Manitoba and I think they've been in Saskatchewan as well. They also did, they did an RNT shout out to Maddie Wilson and East Coast Waterfall yeah. guys or East Coast Waterfall Mafia guys. They yeah. did an RNT V with RNT calls. They shot an uh, episode with them this year. So, oh, did they? I know they did yeah. one last year. Or sorry, last year it aired this year. So. Okay. Yeah. They yeah, done yeah, one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Oh, I got to watch that. I watched, yeah, I listened to out. their podcast after they done it, but I never watched. Uh, I got to check that out because that'd be a pretty good laugh, I bet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Check it out. It's, it's good time. So cool. Well, boys, I think we'll call her there, eh? Yeah. To you, Ryan. Uh, good to catch up. It's been too long trying to get more consistent. Things should be settling down in my uh, final world, hopefully. So, um, yeah. but yeah, it was, it was good to catch up and, and hopefully we'll have uh, more active fall for, hopefully we'll all get out and hunt more. Mark's coming up Saturday. So we're going to do that this weekend and that'll be good. And, uh, yeah. Just good to, good to be on and good to shoot the ship boys. It's, it's nice once in a while not to have a guest and just kind of catch up. Yeah, it is because we can really just shoot the shit and and be all over the place, which we're. But it's nice to not have a guest all the time. We, I, we I agree. Revert to the hockey sock format. <laughs> Correct. Correct. <laughs> this yeah. is true. Philly to you, buddy. No, another great episode as usual, guys. Um, I'm hoping hoping to like maybe kill some birds in Ontario here soon. So aside from uh, goose camp, there uh, I have not shot uh, any ducks in Ontario. <laughs> So, yeah yeah i have not and yeah we we're like a month into the season and like well i got birds to kill i want to get out still for some late fall muskie that's on my my agenda and yeah they don't fly i don't understand what you're talking per, per, about personal goals yeah, i want to break 50 goal. inches yeah yeah well, yeah, yeah just you muskie. you and the big things again. yeah you and the big things yeah. again yeah ladies and gentlemen we always say it. We are who we are. We'll never pretend to be anybody else. Um, this is who we are. And this is what we love doing. Um, this is the union 0430 uh, on behalf of uh, Phil, Ryan, Dave, Merck. Um, thanks for listening. Please subscribe. And uh, we'll see you again next week. Big love. Oh, and to Jeff Coates. Thinking of you, we are. Just had to throw that out there. Big love.